What's going on? Welcome to Film Junkie Live. Hey, let's talk about some stuff, huh? How we doing today? Hopefully you guys are doing okay. It is the end of Monday at least, so, you know, there is that. As I always say, it is Monday but the end of Monday. Why not, you know? So uh, I try to look at a glasses half full kind of thing right there. Anyways, guys, appreciate you clicking in. Uh, like I said, welcome to Film Junkie Live. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Hey, if you want to share it, hey, sharing helps. Sharing is caring. Do all that stuff, too. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff right here. So, um, yeah. That's all I ask right there. How's everybody doing, huh? Who's talking? What's going on, DC Patriot? Ready to listen to another great show? Well, there you go. I'm happy to give you another great show, hopefully. All right. We got Blackjack's Armory right here. Looks like James Gunn just saved me money. I have no interest in Smallville 2.0 and no Henry as Superman. Okay, well, that is, of course, if that's the way you feel, that's the way you feel. What's going on, Ryan? Uh, we got Eric right here, a little chance for a Christmas Eve Patreon. I would say there's no chance. <laughs> Spending time with family. Shame about that. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do it as soon as we can. It's just a little rough right now, Eric, so I apologize. I do apologize for that. Uh, let's see. And then you talk about the worst Christmas song of all time. Man, there's plenty. I think like half of them are. Yeah. What's going on, Miss Nighthawk? Steph is here. Good to see ya. Good to see ya. What's going on, Stephanie T? Patrick, what's happening? Dave, why so serious? I watched Game of Thrones Season 3. Cool. I still have yet to dive into it, so... Yeah, at least that air cut, Austin says, 100%. Let's see, Rock Films. Honestly, I think Ray Fisher went too far. He should apologize, uh, like what um, he says, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that. That is, of course, part of this. That's part of this whole thing, so... Yeah, we will talk about Fisher's tweets when it comes to the main topic, so, uh, you know... You know, you gotta just, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, E G A J K. God damn, I suck. E J C eighty. Good to see you. Every time guns open his mouth uh, is for lying. Okay, okay. It's for lying. What's going on, Lane? There you go. Thank you. Hashtag Dave is right. There you go. I like that, Christian. I did not like what Ray Fisher tweeted. It's pathetic. You know, it's there's a little bit of a discourse, and that's what we're going to be talking about, too. So a little bit of discourse when it comes to Ray Fisher tweeting at James Gunn. What's going on, Jedi Milf? Hey, you know, just doing my thing, you know. You're fucking depressed. I just want Cavill. Yeah, don't we all? He's so dreamy, isn't he? Um, yeah, it sucks. But, uh, yeah. What's going on, J.D. McRae? Good to see you. Uh, we'll talk about it. Or you can just look. You can just type in, type it in real quick. What's going on, Miss Rosemary? Good to see you. M fur, M fur, still recovering from the NL, and we're gonna talk a little bit more about that too. So, yeah, what's going on, Sam? All right, afternoon, Clayface. No cabal, no money for DC. Hmm, it is interesting. It definitely is interesting. Jade, I'm here for the important times, right? Gunn is going to make a bigger mess of DC than I, uh, than it was before. If he doesn't do a full reboot, just picks and chooses who he recasts. Yeah, we'll talk about that. 
Um, it's all of that. I don't like James Gunn, but Ray needs to delete that tweet. Ooh, got a lot of people that are just kind of saying that stuff. Interesting, interesting. Mr. Nobody, hard to be happy, Dave. DC feels like a reality show, TV show, doesn't it? My God, does it. It's just like, geez, you're absolutely correct. You know, I'm telling you. It is, uh, you're absolutely correct on that one. It's just, it does feel like, it does feel like it's that. And it's just like, what the hell is going on, right? Fuck me, right? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, there you go. What's going on, Walter? How you doing? We got Mr. Everts right here. <laughs> Damn, oh, you. Oh, you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yes, I know. Man, we're getting close. What's going on, Miss Chrissy Wonder Woman? Good to see ya. And we got Mr. Ziggs right here. We got Alex Lopez. If you think all your negative tweets are going to bother a gun, you're crazy. He's uh, he's getting paid with or without the negativity. Huh? He's got a point. Definitely got a point. Poe uh, Jags right here. Love DC from the early 80 uh, age drop. Um, hope it will do well. Be well. There you go. Superman year two. Could be. What's going on, RJ? Good to see ya. We got Michael Anthony Solomon right here. That's true. It's uh, always something. Yeah, it seems like it. It seems like it. Steve-O, what's happening? We got Strong Arm Films uh, doing that. Stag TV, I'm done with DC. I'm not supporting any of their movies. Not to watch a damn thing. Okay, there you go. There's a proclamation right there. What's going on? Niner for Life. Niners looking good for sure. Ulysses, uh, Ulysses Reend. Uh, let, uh, let, let's use stock price to tell uh, Gunn and Zaslav what we want. Man, the stock price not looking too good right now. That's for damn sure. Darth Vengeance, James Gunn, also needs to stop gaslighting fans too. A lot of things right there. And there's a lot of things when it comes to all this stuff. And uh, we're going to talk about it all. So don't worry, guys. But uh, yeah, like I said, appreciate you guys clicking in. Make sure you subscribe. Hit that notification bell. We're going to be talking about, of course, uh, what James Gunn tweeted today when it came to certain things and some responses and whatnot. And then we're going to talk about that THR article because, you know, we talked about it on the, the, the Vodka stream a little bit on Friday. But, you know, we didn't really, like, dive into it. It's not, like, a long article, but it is talking about Cavill's ex it in certain things and uh you know other things too that are been debunked by somebody with massive traps uh we'll talk about that as well and then we're going to talk a little bit about the avatar box office and james cameron and then we're going to talk about how fucking insane tom cruise is we're going to talk about that my god but he's insane but he's absolutely freaking brilliant he's a genius that's what we'll be talking about. But uh, first off, of course, we're going to get to these tweets. Let's see what happened on uh, in the Twitter sphere right here. We'll talk about that. Let's do all this right here. So here we go, guys. But first off, last-minute gift ideas. I'm telling you guys, moviepalette.com. Of course, head over there. Do all that. If you want to get yourself the movie lover in your family, I got mine hanging up right there. I got the Matrix. It's great. Basically taking the color palette and putting it on a canvas, a spectrum, all that stuff. Uh, you know, of course, they're a sponsor, so that's why uh, I'm, I talk about this, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to get the word out there because I love these, and I want to have a full wall, wall of these right there. And then, yes, if you want to uh, go ahead and get uh, an extra 15% off your purchase, Junkie 15, everything's provided down below. Check it out. So if you need a last-minute gift idea, hurry, 
We're uh, we're less than a week away till Christmas, so do that right there. All right, let's get to these tweets right here. Okay. Oh man, this one hits you in the feels. Good, good God, Boss Logic. Ah, uh, this one just ah ah hits you right in the heart. But yeah. He posted this little uh, art right here that just, you know, obviously we're, this is taken, when we think about this shot right here, we think about Spider-Man 2, that shot in Spider-Man 2, but man, just you show Calvary right there, you have uh, graffiti that says hope, you have the cape sticking out of the trash can, and he, and not only that, he's got his dog with him, man, ah, he's got Cal, got Cal with him, because we all know we love Cal too, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of like, ah, oh, this one hits you right in the, right in the freaking Superman feels right there. That's for damn sure. And of course, people uh, tweeting out stuff. Good job, Fear Jason, with this gift right there. Like it. And then over in the Marvel world, we have our uh, new look at Star Lord and Gamora. When it comes to Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume Three, their new uh, costumes right there. And then we got. Uh, hey, <laughs> Look at this guy right here, guys. Uh, you could, can you tell that he's an Avatar fan? Apparently, uh, I'm hoping this is just um, body ink. I don't know if he actually tatted up his body full of this. But yeah, this guy. I mean, look at that car, though. That is pretty insane. That is pretty insane. And then, you know, look at his butt cheeks. Yes, he uh, definitely did that. We're going to go ahead and pass on that. But uh, this, this, this guy right here is absolutely obsessed with Avatar. And uh, I thought, like, Wow. That is pretty insane. I mean, I, I, I dig the, the franchise in the movie, but my God, I tell you what. Wow, to do all that. I don't think it's... <laughs> I, don't, I hope that's all... I, it might be all tattoos. I'm guessing it's all tattoos. If you look at this right here, he's wearing clothes and it, the, the, all that stuff's still there. So I, I'm guessing he got tatted up like that. Hey, some people just get obsessed with things. I do like what he did with the truck, though, but but even though they, on the door, that's a little creepy. Um, okay, so don't want to know what he does on his spare time. <sighs> okay, we're moving along here. I mean, my God, we are definitely moving on there. So, yeah, just saying. Okay, and then we got uh, Nicotina posting here right here. It says there's still one more Snyderverse story left to tell, and this is one that will help raise money for AFSP. I'm hoping that, you know, because obviously when it comes to the ultimate cut or the ultimate edition of Project Justice League, hey, maybe we can get... Maybe we can get a little, you know, almost pretty much right up there to uh, $1 million raised for AFSP. Hopefully we could do something because um, they're going to be releasing it on Christmas Day. And, uh, of course, we'll be talking about it. And uh, maybe we'll have a vodka stream and uh, get those guys on here again and start uh, talking about it more and try to raise some more money for AFSP. Rup. Yeah, and then hopefully guys checked out. I didn't do a full-on review for for Avatar Way of the Water because I thought I pretty much expressed how I felt when it came to all this. Uh-oh. What just happened? Uh-oh. We good? Okay. Sorry, I saw my uh, saw the, uh, the screen right here go a little wonky. I guess we're good now. Sorry about that. Jeez, technology, technology. And then this is pretty funny right here. This tweet right here talking about... Um, Talking about uh, Henry Cavill's exit, we got Axel Braun. And if you guys don't know who Axel Braun is, I mean, if you just, let me just hover right over his, uh, you know, he's a doting dad, um, car enthusiast, most awarded porn director in history. That's right, Axel Braun, the most... 
the most awarded porn director in history, chimed in on the Henry Cavill stuff. And he said, rule number one of any comic book adaptation, give the fans what they want. When you have an actor who embodies a beloved character so perfectly, you keep him, especially after you just made him announce his return. And then he did hashtag fire James Gunn. But yes, Axel Braun. A renowned porn director who does a lot of porn parodies. You, you know, we've always, you know, made the jokes when you see like the, the titles and the covers of his movies. Yes, he uh, chiming in on the whole uh, Henry Cavill situation. So yes, you've pissed off the porn community there, James Gunn. How dare you? How dare you? But I just thought that was pretty funny. I like it. <laughs> Axel Braun, everybody. Axel Braun. This is a pretty cool meme right here. Obviously, this is talking about, uh, you know, the first Iron Man kind of doing a meme on that. So maybe next time, baby. Oh, goddamn, goddamn. And then, yes, the Barbie trailer came out, guys. How are we feeling about it? It's insane. It looks ridiculous. You know, everybody looks pretty in it. It's Barbie. They did a whole homage to 2001 Space Odyssey, which I thought was pretty cool. You know, I mean, why not? I don't know. I thought that was a pretty interesting way to do that. So, um, but yeah, doing all that. And there she is. It's just, it looks so insane. Looks so insane. Uh, And then, of course, there's there's Gosling right there. (laughs) He looks insane, too. Oh, what is that movie going to be? It's going to be insane. That's what it's going to be. Uh, All right. What else we got here? Uh, We got Christopher Nolan, of course, just doing his Christopher Nolan thing, doing a practical nuclear bomb kind of thing right here for uh, Oppenheimer. I mean, look at these shots right here. They're trying to do, they didn't want to, uh, they didn't want to do the CGI thing. So they're trying to be like, all right, let's try to do some kind of nuclear bomb. Hey, um, let's do it like that. Let's do it practically as possible. So, yes, we got a new shot of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Uh, It's just another shot of them looking. I've made I made the joke on on Vodka stream, like uh, the fact that it's like, yeah, the whole trailer is just them going, what? What's happening? Them looking around. And we got another shot from uh, Ant-Man and uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp and Quantumania looking at what? This is crazy. And we also got a new poster for Creed 3. Gotta like that. <coughs> Excuse me. Barbie trailer, right? Okay. Oh, and then we had this. That happened too. So, uh, according to the Hollywood Reporter right here, uh, this was kind of like something that was uh, just, to, just, to, just to add a little salt to the wounds right here. But uh, I saw this right here. Uh, obviously, they're linking to the Hollywood Reporter. But Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot's cameos in the flash have been removed from the film so that was like a big little hoopla that we got to uh when it came to friday it was like oh my god yeah there's that now because we're all kind of wondering what's going to be happening with the flash with all this recent stuff especially with the cabal stuff and you know with what they're going to be doing and should we even care about the movies that are coming out uh, next year but then of course uh we got Flash Film News, which, you know, I trust them more than anybody. Trades, scoopers, whatever the hell. Trust them when it comes to the Flash movie. And they said, exclusive! Exclusiva! Sources close to production refutes the Hollywood Reporter's claims that Gal Gadot has been removed from the Flash. But notice that they only said Gal Gadot, guys. 
Yeah. It seems like Wonder Woman will probably stay in there because I think her cameo is pretty significant to the story when it comes to, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be something that's later in the movie. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to the the, the big guy with the, uh, the blue and red tights in the cape, I think that, yes, 100% he has been removed. Obviously, he shot his cameo for Bla uh, Black Adam and The Flash probably around the same time, it's sounding like, around the same time. So, yeah. Gal might be saved, but when it comes to Henry and the Flash, I would not count on his cameo being in there. Just saying, it sucks. It sucks, man. We're all sad. We're all sad about it. We're all sad about it. God damn it. I want to see what that freaking cameo was all about. Jeez. And then, oh my God, guys. Yeah, exclusive. According to THR, the villain for Man of Steel 2 would uh, would have been Brainiac. It's like, yeah, no shit. Okay? You know, we keep on... How many times has there been Brainiac talk? Zack Snyder wanted Brainiac in there at one point. Uh, when, it came to, when it came to Tim Burton's Superman movie with Nicolas Cage, Brainiac was the villain. It's always been Brainiac, Brainiac, Brainiac. So this is not... And if anybody's trying to claim it as some kind of scoop or anything like that, get the... Uh, uh, uh. Nope, that's not. I'm sorry. You cannot claim that because it's obvious. Because, you know, when it comes to Superman, let's face it, we talked about it on the Vodka stream too, even Scott, the comic book expert, he said, if you're thinking about villains of Superman, you're thinking about Lex Luthor, Zod, and Brainiac, okay? And we've already had Lex Luthor to death, and we've had Zod a couple of times too. It is Brainiac's turn. I would not be surprised if uh, Brainiac does, in fact, show up does in fact show up in the new Superman movie. 90s kids would know. Look at that. Look at that uh, gorgeous uh, str string of pearls right here. Yeah, that's right. You know, just uh, wipe out you and me. Obviously, if you've seen The Rock, you know what that's... Uh, I want that souvenir. That would be pretty sweet. I like that. Love this shot. Shot so cool. Look at that. Pure cinema right there that Zack Snyder gave us when it came to Gordon and Batman. Batman standing on a gargoyle. So freaking epic. So freaking good. Yes. Just absolutely great. Absolutely great. All right. Moving along, moving along, moving along, moving along. And then, yes, guys, I, uh, I talked about the, this uh, DC Studios logo, but we're going to talk about, you know, hopefully you guys saw that. I clipped it out of the Vodka stream, but uh, there's something interesting about it because a lot of people were kind of going, what? But, uh, yeah. And then, oh, man, this guy. Remember? Jeez. He got interviewed. He got interviewed talking about his return as Superman. Good Lord, man. And, ugh. Ay. Just, just hurts. It just hurts. But hey, guess what, guys? Black Adam leaps to number one movie on HBO Max. Yay! Look at that. Oh, my God. As if we didn't know that was going to happen. Of course, that was going to be number one. Of course, it would be number one. But it's just like, again, <laughs> has Dwayne Johnson talked about it at all? No, he has not. No, he has not. <laughs> He's just like, whatever. Not going to talk about that, but yes, naturally we all assume that this would be number one when it came to that, so. Okay, and then speaking of Black Adam, hey, if you want to make, uh, you want to make mocap PJs look good, Pierce Brosnan's going to make them look good, okay? Because he's Pierce freaking Brosnan. That's what he does. So there you go, Pierce Brosnan just kind of chilling in his mocap pajamas, 
and he's just like, I'm just gonna let it all hang out. Let that chest hair go. Let let him do that. So Pierce Brosnan, you gotta love that. Of course, boss man, gotta love it. Of course, we'll talk about all that. And then Nicotina again in seven days, the world will see the last night of her story left to be told. So a little bit more art and whatnot when it comes to all that. Looking forward to seeing it. Looking forward to seeing it. We got uh, Mr. ACS. He's going to be covering some stuff when it comes to Project Christmas League. That's what he's going to be doing Saturday as well. So that'll be cool. And then, man, man, this Oppenheimer trailer that came out. Woo, man. Nolan, always the goat. Always the goat. And even with a movie like this that is, you know, based on a true story and it's not like it's going to be, you know, crazy time, stuff like that. But man, you watch this trailer, it's so beautifully done and it just kind of shows you again that he is the GOAT. Apparently this Oppenheimer trailer was playing in front of some Avatar The Way of the Water screenings. I didn't see it, but uh, man, watching this, it just absolutely cannot wait. That's going to be my one of my most anticipated movies the next year is Oppenheimer because it just looks so freaking good. Tell you what. Ah, and then here, listen to this guy right here. I thought this was pretty funny. Listen to this guy right here. By the way, I have my uh, Monday wine, too. So cheers, guys. Mmm. Delicious. Check it out. While we're on the topic of DC, let's talk about The Flash and how I had a very interesting conversation a couple days ago. I went to the Babylon premiere and at the after party, I actually what? got a chance to Andy Muschietti, the director of not only It chapters one and two, but he's also the director of the upcoming Flash movie. I should start by saying that the dude is really chill. We sat for 45 minutes sharing our theories of nopes and being really excited about it. And you guys know I have to do it, but I brought up the topic of The Flash. Now this is a very off the record conversation and the movie's not out, so I'm not gonna be spilling a lot of details here because you know, Warner Brothers already hates me as much as it is. But y'all should have listened Listen to the way this man described his Flash story and the passion that he had for it. He got excited when I talked about specific comics. I geeked out when he was telling me certain emotional moments that the film was going to have. Ooh, so there you go. A little insight on the Flash. Somebody who uh, actually met up with uh, Muschietti. Muschietti. But yeah, so there you go. I thought that was pretty cool. And, uh, you know, he seems to be in good spirits. God knows how he's feeling with all the craziness that's happening right now. I remember at one point that uh, Andy was like the guy, the guy that they wanted. But is, is he still the guy? Is he James Gunn's guy? That's what I'm kind of wondering, too, when it comes to all this. Because before James Gunn and Peter Saffron got the job, it seemed like Andy Muschietti was going to be the guy. He was definitely going to be the guy. And possibility that he was going to be directing a new Justice League movie. Who knows? Who knows? I guess we'll see, but yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool. And then we got this art right here from Dave Barden right here. Batman, some Batman art showing that ridiculous chin. I like it. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Uh, we have some first footage of uh, Loki, all these, uh, all this stuff right here. New stuff coming to Disney Plus. Showing, oh, Ahsoka, 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 Ahsoka. Look at her right there. Oh, pretty good stuff. So, And Secret Invasion. Oh, look at that. Nick Fury right there. Oh, my God. So much stuff. Peter Pan and Wendy. What? Showing some new footage of all the stuff. Mandalorian doing all that. Yeah, that's right. So Disney showing off some stuff. And then, of course, Loki and everything. So, and then again, guys, if you need a last minute gift, 
Look at this right here. If you got a Batman fan, this is something that just uh, came out recently right here. I have the link provided down below. Hardcover, Batman, the definitive history of the Dark Knight in comics, film, and beyond. Updated edition right here. So, again, just trying to give some gift ideas out there for you. I have the link down below for this right here. Updated. Updated. So, good stuff. Gonna have to give me a copy of that. And look at all these Lokis right here. Look at all these Lokis with uh, with uh, Agent Morbius. Mobius. Wow. Look at all these. I got Lokis all around me. What's going on here? Wow. Wow. There is my uh, impression of Owen Wilson. You're welcome. You're welcome. And we got a new shot of Miles Morales and Across the Spider-Verse right here, which looks pretty damn cool. Preview from Entertainment Weekly. I like it. I like it. And then, of course, we'll be talking about all this. And then look at this. According to Jerry Bruckheimer, okay? So who knows... Okay, so apparently we're going to be getting a Pirates of the Caribbean movie, another one. God knows what it's going to have in it. Um, but according to Jerry Bruckheimer right here, uh, when it comes to Margot Robbie's spinoff, she was supposed to get a version of it. He says, it's alive for me. It's alive for Disney. I'm sure she was disappointed it didn't go first. We believe we'll get it made. It's a very strong story. So... If you guys are still looking forward to a Margot Robbie-led Pirates of the Caribbean, according to the producer, yes, it is still happening. So he says right here, he says, oh, God, they're all hard, what, to crack? I think we're uh, getting very close on Pirates 6, too. So we have a very good script. We developed two of them, the one with Margot Robbie and one with a younger cast. The Margot Robbie one needs a little more work. The younger cast, one is close. Hopefully, we'll get both of them. Robbie's Pirates film is alive for me and blah, blah, blah. It's a strong story and everything like that. So is there any mention of Johnny Depp? I don't think Johnny Depp's going to be uh, showing back up, but apparently, yes. They are still very much set into a, not just one, but two Pirates of the Caribbean movies that are coming out. So there you go. Yo, ho, yo, ho. I don't think you should call Margot Robbie that. Um, yeah, maybe they shouldn't have that song in the female-led version. But hey, whatever. Um, you know, where's the rum? Yeah. Uh, pardon me. But hey, you know, it's Margot Robbie. I'll watch it. Why not? And then look at this, guys. We got David F. Sandberg. David F. Sandberg tweeted out today that he has seen Shazam 2 many, many times, of course, editing and whatnot. But today was the first time seeing it in IMAX. So he's seeing it in this IMAX theater. And if you guys remember, I think uh, I think even like uh, Ray Porter posted this when he was seeing uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. He, he was lucky enough to see Zack Snyder's Justice League in the same IMAX because I remember there was like a similar picture that he did right here. But uh, yes, yeah, so he's seeing it in IMAX. And yes, guys... So when I did that, uh, when I talked about the new DC Studios logo and a lot of people, not a lot of people, but some people on Twitter and whatnot and looking at the comments when I uh, cut out that portion of me talking about the new DC Studios logo and posted it on my YouTube as a, you know, as a film junkie shot. Some people are like, it's fake, man. It's fake. It's not real. It's not real. Well, look at David F. Sandberg's hoodie. That is the same logo. The logo is there. As you can see, he is wearing a hoodie that has DC Studios that has the Justice League silhouettes. 
which when I talked about that, when I talked about the logo, I was like, all right, it's pretty just whatever. I was never a big fan of the new DC logo in the first place that came out a few years ago. I like that one DC logo that has, you know, the DC and the little flap thing. I like the one that was at the end of the 2000s, early uh, 2010s. That was part of like the, the beginning of Man of Steel. It was part of the, uh, the Dark Knight trilogy. I like that DC logo the best. I wish they kept that one. And, uh, you know, when it comes to the DC Studios logo, it's just like, all right, we're just going to put Studios right in the middle of it. And uh, But apparently they're like, oh, but we're also going to have the silhouette of the Justice League right there, too. And look what David F. Sandberg is wearing. So, yes, the logo is real, guys. It is definitely real. So... Yeah. So everybody that was pushing back against it, well, you know, I don't know if they're going to actually release that, put it in the DC shop. I don't know. Going to be interesting, but I do like it better that it had when it has like the silhouettes of the Justice League around it. It is definitely better. It's definitely better. But uh, yeah, so there you go. There you go. There you go, right there, guys. Right there. All right. Fuck me, right? Yeah, fuck me, right? Oh, man. Got to turn that drop off. Sorry. <laughs> Jeez. I got to remember to turn off some of these buttons, man. All right. So, oh, it's just been crazy, guys. It's been absolutely crazy. It's been nuts. And, of course, now we're going to talk about James Gunn. And uh, we're going to be talking about uh, the tweet that he, uh, well, the, the, the Twitter thread that he put out there. And then, of course, some responses that he also put out there as well. But man, it, it, it's definitely been it's definitely been crazy, crazy end of the year. You know, this is all happening at the end of the year. I didn't think there was going to be like this much interaction, this much news when it came to when it came to um, what's happening right now. And uh, uh, and James Gunn just kind of talking about everything. I didn't think it was going to be this much. And I'm kind of wondering if uh, if somebody, you know, Zaslav or somebody, DeLuca, Abdi, like, hey, can you can you kind of reel it in a little bit? Because I know some people are. You know, there's some people that there was people in the the fandom that were hating it because he was debunking scoops. And it was just like, really? Um, I thought that was funny, too. He's like, just do your job, man. Just do your job. I'm like, he is doing his job. Okay, it's probably part part of the reason why he got hired was the fact that he has a presence online and he can actually do some of this stuff, you know, and it's just kind of like, okay, I mean, I think that's kind of different because Kevin Feige over on the other side, the Marvel side does not interact online. So it was like, okay. You know, we all kind of thought it was like a good thing. But then, of course, when the news of uh, certain things happened, we were kind of like, oh, man. And then and every, we all got Ugh, when it came to James Gunn and whatnot. But uh, let's uh, go to this uh, Twitter thread right here that he posted today. So here we go. James Gunn. One of the things that Peter and I were aware of when we took the job as heads of DC Studios was a certain minority of people online that could well uproarious and unkind they would be unkind of course to say the least and then he continues by saying our choices okay so first off when it comes to this first tweet and he talks about the minority right here when he talks about a minority of people online some people took this a little too seriously and i was even kind of going like whoa guys he's not talking about the entirety of the snyderverse the snyder fandom right here that's not what he's talking about he's talking about the assholes of the snyder community that really goes hard when it comes to all that and i get it some people are not 
happy with the guy right here. But uh, a lot of people were taking this like as he was taking, you know, talking about the entire fandom. I don't think he was talking about the entire fandom here. To me, it sounds like he was talking about just that that vocal minority that, you know, that hate me for sure. Hate a lot of things, hate everything under the sun uh, when it comes to all this stuff. So pretty sure that's what he was talking about when it came to here, because there's been tweets before where he's actually said that, you know, it's not everybody. It's a small minority of all this stuff I hear. Of course, yeah, maybe, yeah, he probably could have worded that a little bit better. Sure, 100%. And then he continues on by saying, our choices for the DCU are based upon what we believe is best for the story and best for the DC characters who have been around for nearly 85 years. Perhaps these choices are great. Perhaps not. But they are made with sincere hearts and integrity and always with the story in mind. Okay. Uh, that's I have no qualms with that. And then he says right here, no one loves to be harassed or called names, but to be frank, we've been through significantly worse. Disrespectful outcry will never, ever affect our actions. So obviously not giving in to when being called names and probably death threats and all that stuff that he's been receiving in the past uh, month and a half. And then he continues on by saying, we were aware there would be a period of turbulence when we took this gig and we knew we would sometimes have to make difficult and not so obvious choices. Yes, that's for damn sure. Especially in the wake of the fractious nature of what came before us. And, uh, you know, that is a little bit of shade. See, to me right there, again, I mean, however you feel about James Gunn and however you feel about this thread, I get it. It's perfectly fine. You can have this. I'm just doing a little bit of uh, glasses half full here. I look at that last one. He says, like, you know, talking about the fractious nature of what came before us. And yes, it was a bad regime that came before. Definitely was. And I don't care what anybody says. You can hate James Gunn. He could be he could be your most hated person in the world. But just realize that, uh, you know, the people beforehand really did some really shady and awful stuff before that. When it came to uh, Zack Snyder and his family. That's all I say. That's all I say. Just remember that. Don't forget that. And then he wrapped it up by saying, but this means little to us in comparison to our jobs as artists and custodians in helping to create a wide, uh, wonderful future for DC. So there you go. There's the thread right there. Okay. Nicely put. I didn't have any qualms with it. I retweeted it and I was just whatever. And I'm just kind of going like, all right, well, I'm just kind of waiting to see what happens. I'm just like, whatever. You guys know me. I obviously am very saddened when it comes to the fact uh, of what happened with Cavill and everything like that. But I don't put the full blame on James Gunn. Not at all. I don't put it fully on him. I thought, of course, he had a hand in it. And I think him and Peter Saffron really were like going, hey, we do want to reboot this whole thing because why not? And we talked about this on the Vodka stream, too. We, uh, you know, with the whole panel, just kind of talking about like, you know, what we're, you know, a lot of people expecting when it came to all this, you know, it's like, yeah, it's just it's such a mess to, to clean up right here. But then a lot of people were talking about this very tweet right here. So somebody asked, who knows if it's true, but recasting all the main DCEU characters, but keeping some will be interesting how Peacemaker and Suicide Squad characters, actors live on, but the others don't particularly when they have all interacted with each other. And James Gunn responded with this. I keep seeing posts with this untrue theory. We're not recasting everyone except 
the Suicide Squad. Now, <laughs> the, when reading that, I remember just and even having discussions with people. It was kind of like, wait, so what are you saying here? Like, it, it reminded me of that Seinfeld ep- episode where 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 Jerry was going, uh, Tim Watley invited him to a party. Who was played by Brian Cranston. Uh, was basically, uh, you know, he didn't get invited to his Thanksgiving party. And then Jerry was like, "Well, what did he say? Which word did he emphasize?" Or you know. And then even when he got to the party, because he's all, "Did you say Jerry? I didn't think you would show up." Or or Jerry, I didn't think you would show up. And blah blah blah. So it's obviously talking about emphasizing the word. We're just reading the text right here, and it kind of got confusing because it's like, okay, we're not recasting. Every everyone except the, the Suicide Squad. So, I mean, I think like just when you actually read it, he's basically going like, hey, we're not doing that. We're not recasting everyone but the Suicide Squad. It almost sounds like he goes, hey, we're probably going to be recasting fucking everybody. I don't know. It could be that. It very well could be that. I don't know. But um, a lot of people were confused of that. I was a little confused by that too. I was like, that's not worded that well. And I was like, I'm not too sure what exactly he was saying right there. And I was like, wait, are you, are you, or are you not? It was kind of confusing. And then of course there's a lot of reports that are saying like, oh yeah, everybody's going to get recast except for Suicide Squad, Peacemaker. And of course, uh, you know, his wife, they, you know, that Jennifer Harland, uh, Holland, you know, not being recast either. There's all that kind of stuff. So. A lot of people were even, you know, kind of like uh, talking about that, which, you know, who knows? That could be the case. Who knows what could be could be the case when it comes to that. And, uh, you know, he kept on talking about just stuff that was not true, not true and not all that stuff. And uh, even David Ayer, David Ayer and a lot of people are going to end up turning on David Ayer. But David Ayer being, you know, he's been a champion of James Gunn and uh, David Ayer right here. He decided to. uh show uh, some, you know, kind of do a little tweet right here that says, I always saw the negativity as a testament to the power of these character characters. There's something deeply mythological in them that ignites passion on both sides. Nicely put, because it does. These characters do ignite a lot of passion when it comes to people. It's just sometimes people should just really leave some of the tweets that they put in. They should, gotta, they should just leave them in the... Um, you know, it's leave them in the uh, the draft box, you know, the draft box, I guess you could say. So we got that right there. So, you know, and it's funny, too, because, again, when he's talking about the minority, he's talking about the minority of, uh, you know, in, in the fandom that has. I mean, let's face it. Sometimes we've been just we face palm. We just we we just like sit there. You read some of the tweets. You see some of the stuff that gets that they tweet at some of the journalists and stuff like that. You just kind of. We do that, you know, obviously they don't like me. They don't like us. They don't like the people that I associate with. Obviously they, they'll, they'll, they'll say that we're, we're to blame for, you know, the fall of all this or whatever the hell, even though it's like, uh, you know, you guys know, I, you know, I've talked to Zach like personally and blah, blah, blah. And, uh, you know, obviously tweet whatever you want. And, you know, the hashtags bring back Zack Snyder. I'm still going, don't bring back Zach to this. Cause it's still very much a mess. Like I'm curious to see what James Gunn and Peter Saffron bring us. It's going to be interesting. Obviously we're not going to get anything soon. I'm still going to, I'm still looking forward to the movies that are coming out next year because I just have it set in my head. Cause, cause I love movies. I love DC characters, you know, so sue me when it comes to all that. Um, so, you know, still kind of curious when it comes to, uh, when it comes to that, but now we have Ray Fisher. Now Ray Fisher has entered, has entered the, um, 
has entered the game right here, and this is what uh, Ray posted. He said, the way James Gunn uses fake grace on Twitter is really funny. Him going to bat for Joss Whedon, pseudo-apologizing for it, and then deleting it immediately before taking his new DC job is not. Refusing to apologize for toxic behavior seems to be job requirement for WBDC. And I was like, oh, there you go. There's Ray Fisher coming out. Throw a little shade. Okay, I'll let him throw a little shade. But then at the same time, it was like, oh, no. Did he delete it immediately or did he have auto-delete? And James Gunn has said in the past that, yes, after like, what, six months or a couple months, whatever the hell, his tweets do auto-delete, which which I thought that was weird, too. It's like, why why do that when people screenshot it immediately? But then, then I think about the tweets that came out, you know, over a decade ago. And I go, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> it's like, okay. Okay, so Ray Fisher now re- responding to uh, James Gunn right there. And it was just kind of like, okay, I see where you're coming from. But at the same time, you know, auto-delete, not the, not the best, you know, not the best look when it came to all that. And then uh, James Gunn responded by saying all my tweets automatically delete after a few months, Ray. It has nothing to do with my tweets to you. Because remember, he did apologize. He did uh, comment to Ray. And even Ray said, thank you, James Gunn. So it was just kind of like one of those things where I was like, "Mm, maybe Ray should have sat that one out a little bit, I think, you know, when it came to that part. Because, you know, it was kind of nice when... You know, he talked about the Alan Tudyk thing when, uh, you know, Alan Tudyk was uh, basically backing up James uh, or Joss Whedon and James Gunn kind of like intervened with that whole thing and then said like, hey, you know, apologize. He apologized for that and everything like that. So um, it was nice to see that there was some interaction right there. And even Ray like acknowledged it and said, thank you, James Gunn. It was all, you know, good, you know, and everything like that. And then it was just kind of like, okay, all right. Um, when it came to this tweet, it was just kind of like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe he shouldn't have done that. Maybe he should have thought about that first because a lot of people were passing around. A lot of people were pushing back against Ray's tweets and his, uh, his tweet saying like, hey, James Gunn said that his stuff does get deleted after a few months. So it's not like he just deleted it immediately. He didn't delete it immediately. It deleted after a few months. See, that's the thing. So it's like, you know, I'm always I'm always up for backing up Ray, for sure. Always up for backing up Ray. But it's like, you know, sometimes, but there's been times, even like in the past, where I've been like, I'm wondering, like, you know, and I've said this before, too, is like, you know, I, I know that there's people that were talking into his ear when it came to a lot of this stuff. And, you know, it's just I'm behind the scenes things where I was kind of going like, wait, certain so-and-so is talking to Ray is that why I can't get in it? I can't, I can't get him on the Vodka stream probably because that person probably badmouthed me. Ah, shit. So yeah, cause I very much wanted to talk to Ray. I wanted to have a great conversation with Ray. I absolutely wanted to do that. And of course people will push back on me because I've had Sean O'Connell on, but the last time I had Sean O'Connell on, I even asked him about the whole Ray situation. I wanted to get his side of it and I would love to get Ray's side of it. I still would love to get Ray's side of it. I, I'm all, I'm one of those people. It's like, Hey, I will get, you know, I have this platform. I want to hear your platform. 
put it out there. Let's let's talk. Let's talk about this. Am I going to absolutely agree with everything? No, probably not. Will I push back on some things? Probably. It's just what I do. You know, if I'm going to have this platform, I have to do it like that. So, you know, and of course, that's going to cause people to, you know, throw hate at me, too. And I'm just like, whatever. That's just part of the gig, guys. It's part of the gig. But I just I think that Ray probably should have held back at least on that part. I don't know. It's just when it comes to the old regime, that's where the fight was really. And then when it came to the gun, I was like, is that where the fight is? Or is like, maybe it is a little bit because of what happened behind the scenes when it comes to, when it comes to what happened with Cavill, because, you know, again, you know, I'm not saying that, that, that gun was totally like out of the water. I think him and Saffron just want to reboot everything. And they were just like, as soon as like Ben Affleck didn't want to come back, which come on, that's one of the reasons, that's probably one of the main reasons. And one of the things where it's just like, Oh, what? Ben Affleck doesn't want to come back. Well, then we might as well just wipe out the whole thing. But of course, he keeps on. There's even another response that James Gunn even said too, for somebody that was talking about that uh, they booted out Gal Gadot. It's like no, they didn't. I think they booted out. They booted out Patty Jenkins. It sounds like. It sounds like when it came to Patty Jenkins with her and her and Jeff John's script, they were like, nah, you know, we're we're not about what that is. Maybe I don't know. And it just kind of seems like, all right, so is Gal going to follow Patty or not? And then there's that whole thing again, too. It's like, all right, she got cast as Wonder Woman back in, what, 2013, 2014? So it's almost been a decade. She's played Wonder Woman how many times now? Uh, I mean, I guess you could say one, two, three. And she only played Wonder Woman four times. We're going to see her again for a fifth time. Does she want to play Wonder Woman for another 10 years? That's probably the main question is the next 10 years when it comes to that. You know, and who knows? She's, you know, obviously she's in, in, in the last decade, she's created a family. I mean, she's got what, how many kids now? Like three or something like that. So there's all that stuff up in the air. But uh, I'm curious to see if Ray Fisher actually responds to James Gunn when it came to that, because it was just kind of like, oh, uh, he auto deletes the thing. So I don't know. Whew. It's interesting. So, yeah. Um. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see if uh, if Fisher does in fact respond to uh, to to Gun, and maybe something can have a cordial kind of response too, because they did have that before. So, but um, you know, and I know there's a lot of people that are going to emphasize this, and I, you know, it's hard to like take everything in because you know I, I'm not like <laughs> trust me, I'm not a diehard James Gunn fan, but at the same time, I don't I don't think he like he's like the worst human being in the world either. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But then, now I kind of I want to talk about this when it comes to Henry Cavill and his exit because we talked about it on the Vox stream for a little bit too. But you know, sometimes you know in the Vox stream, I don't remember what I talked about. Probably because I'm talking now vodka. Oh, you know. So sometimes, so I wanted to touch bases on this article right here from the Hollywood Reporter that everybody was talking about too that happened on Friday and it was. Uh, be, uh, behind the fall of Henry Cavill's Superman. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's James Gunn. Um, you know, THR, very interesting article. Of course, when it came to certain things, James Gunn is like pushed back against some of this stuff too. But uh, one of the things that, we, you know, that was kind of talked about is like they were kind of talking about how Henry Cavill was uh, basically a pawn in the uh, the game of power when it came to the Garcias and it came to DC came to Warner Brothers Discovery and uh you know we feel sorry for Henry 
that's 100% we always are going to feel sorry for Henry. The sunsetting of uh, Henry Cavill Superman was the clearest indication yet that Gunn and Saffron are mounting a substantial overhaul of DC, a reboot that it will cut significant, if not most, ties to the previous regimes that handled DC movies for Warner Brothers. Ha uh, Cavill also shot a camera for The Flash, one of the four DC movies uh, set to release, and they're talking about all that and how those have been removed, but we've already debunked at least Gal Gadot's cameo. Cavill found himself in a uh, confluence uh, of different headwinds at the studio. Dwayne Johnson pushed for his return via the much-hyped cameo in Black Adam, a potential linchpin for Johnson's own DC Universe franchise. But Black Adam has only grossed $389 million worldwide. It's a soft performance calling into question Johnson's much-touted plans for a sequel and eventual Adam vs. Superman movie, even before Gunn's decision. So... They talk about that, too. And you know what? I mean, it, that's where you just feel sorry for Cavill. You really feel sorry for Cavill because you feel, I mean, talk about being between a rock and a gun place. <laughs> Jesus, why did I go there? I don't know. No, but I mean, like, it's just, I mean, I, I mean, I've talked about this before. I even did like a whole thing, a whole stream last month or in October, I think it was, where I talked about how, like, um, where Dwayne Johnson essentially was trying to set up like his own universe. Like he wanted to be like the baddie of this, like this whole rock verse and everything like that. So, um, it, when it comes to that, it's like, and of course he's been wanting to do black Adam for years and years and years. And then he found his opportunity to do this, but it almost seemed like, you know, I've told you guys before too, is that Hiram Garcia seemed like he was up for C for being the head, the DC head at one point. And so they used Henry as like, you know, a, a like almost like, hey, we got Superman guys. Let's do that. And then of course it's like with Zaslov, from what I gathered, he wanted to still continue using the core characters, but then it was like, all right, is it going to be all the core characters? Is it going to be some of the core characters? And, you know, the one that, that was, you know, the straw that was going to bre break the camel's back was going to be Ben Affleck. Does he want to come back? Is he down for it? Is he still, is he going to be okay with doing like Batman for another 10 years while he's starting up his new production company with his best buddy, you know, Matt Damon? Is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Who knows? And apparently what happened was is Ben Affleck is, you know, essentially as of right now done with Batman again. Um even though we get to see him in the flash. So then they were like, all right, if that's going to be the case, we're going to just, um, we're just going to just, we're going to go back. But again, when it comes to this whole like recasting and everything and, and what he's been talking about, it's just, okay, it, it, we're st it's still very much up in the air. And of course, Gunn is being vague as possible when it comes to all this stuff. It's the fact is like, is it still, is it a hard reboot or is it a soft reboot? And I know a lot of people are like going like, if you're going to hard reboot, you better recast everybody all the way down to Margot Robbie and the Suicide Squad and your wife, you know, all that stuff, which I totally get. If it's going to be a hard reboot, you might as well just do that whole thing. To me, it still seems like it's not going to be a hard reboot it's still soft ish you know it's still going to be soft esque or whatever so hey but at least cavill got he got half a million dollars for doing two cameos as superman you know that's not a bad paycheck according to this article right here it says that he got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for each cameo imagine that Imagine making $250,000 a day just putting on a Superman costume, walking in front of a green screen and saying some shit, and that's it. Not a bad day's work. So, I mean, obviously I feel for Cavill. 
losing on this character and you never know what could happen in the future still you know kingdom come let's hope um but at least he got fucking paid he got he got paid i mean essentially think about this guys apparently when, when henry cavill got man of steel i think he only got paid about six hundred thousand, maybe 700 i don't know he got paid under a million he, he didn't get paid in the millions i think it was in the high hundred thousands 600 i think it was maybe seven maybe eight i don't know in a in a, in a day two days shooting two cameos he made a half a million dollars that just shows you right there his value is very much up there for sure and i kept on i've, I've been saying that for years Ever since Mission Impossible Fallout came out, I was like, his value is just, it's up there. Sign this man, WB. But of course, you know, that uh, cocksucker Walter Hamada didn't want to do that shit. So, I don't know. Anyway, so, there you go. He got paid out at least, so, but it's all just, uh, it's all, it, it, it still sucks. It still sucks. Still hits hard. I will always have my, uh, I will always have this guy right here on my desk. My McFarlane, uh, Cavill, Superman right there. Of course, I have the black suit Superman over there, so. But anyways, all right. Now let's talk about the box office, talk about Avatar. Let's talk about James Cameron. James Cameron, good old Jimmy Cam right here. So, uh, first off, we got this message right here, thanking everybody because, you know, a lot of people did come out because, well, well let's, 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 let's talk about Let's talk about uh, the box office a little bit first, uh, because I did a box office video yesterday talking about the rough numbers, and now we got more finalized numbers right here, $441.7 million worldwide. Now, uh, pretty damn decent start right there. Let's see if it has legs. Uh, the first one definitely had legs. Maybe this one will have legs. Who knows? But uh, uh, they're projecting that it will hit a billion dollars by New Year's, so... We'll see what happens with that. And then we have a message from James Cameron right here. Hi, Jim Cameron here. I wanted to thank all of our too. fans for coming out to see Avatar The Way of Water in theaters, where it was always meant to be seen and experienced. For me, this film has been a deeply personal journey, so it's incredibly gratifying that already so many of you have watched it on the big screen. As the Navi say, well, Nati Kamea, I see you. I see you. Hi, Jim Cameron here. So that's why that was written on that one guy's truck. He said, I see you. So there's James Cameron right there. And then you want to see the douche James Cameron? Well, this video right here was... <laughs> Here's a douchey uh, James Cameron. James Cameron flips off crowd who boos him for not signing autographs. So we had this right here. James Cameron swears at fans after they beat him for not signing autographs. Oh, what? Oh, there's the middle finger. What? Guys, going to the bank. There you go. So, <laughs> so we had nice James Cameron, and then we had that James Cameron. You know, let's face it. We all know that he's. Uh, uh, <laughs> 
uh, we all know that he's probably, you know, when we've heard some of the stuff that he said like that, you know, he's probably got a little time where he's like, you know what, F everybody. But then at the same time, you know, the, the first thing I thought about when I saw that last video was people want autographs still. I thought people just want selfies and shit like that. But, you know, people do want autographs still, I guess. I don't know. I've just never been, I, even even like before, I've never been big on the whole autograph thing, you know, and whatever. I don't even like, I wouldn't even like a selfie thing either, but. Which is kind of funny, but it's like, hey, he's probably busy. You know, it's just like, hey, everybody. And then all of a sudden, you know, people boom. So it's like, you know, F you guys. But Jesus Christ. I know. But if that's how, I mean, you, you can't expect, you can't expect the man to just stop and go, okay, you, you, you. I mean, he probably had to be somewhere and everything like that. And then everybody starts booing him. So he's like, you know what, motherfucker? You know, and so he just gave the bird. He flipped the bird, the Navi bird. So there you go. I can't, you know, I know autographs are still a thing, but I'm just saying, like, I just, I, I was like, wow. I always thought like people are more about selfies with like these people more than anything. Um, but there you go. Jimmy Cam right there, giving some fans to business. Are they really fans though? Because some people will just sell that shit on eBay, right? At, right that night, they'll put it up there. So that's another thing too. You got to wonder, you know, Dave Grohl, you know, Dave Grohl, I love Dave Grohl. You guys know this. One of my, you know, he's my favorite fucking musician. Um, he, in a video one time, he said that he, ref he stopped giving autographs because he knows that people just automatically just sell them. You know, it's it's like they all they do is like you sign something and then automatically they're selling them stuff. So unless it's for charity, he doesn't sign things anymore. You know, he told the paparazzi that he basically did that. So which I respect. I totally get that. So <clears throat> anyways, uh, Lane, I'm about to kick you out. If you want to be banned from my channel, I'm just saying you might want to take that back. <sighs> I'm going to let that slide. I'm going to let that slide. Just saying. Anyways, all right. Tom Cruise is insane. He is insane. He's insane. Come on. Let's face it. We all know that he is very much insane. And now we have two videos here. I mean, first off, this one right here. And it... It's just, it's absolutely insane, this man right here, because, I, I mean, it's, I love it, though. I love it. And what a way to, well, let's just get to it right here. So here's, uh, here's this video right here that was posted yesterday talking about, uh, you know, him thanking people for uh, Top Gun Maverick. Everyone, here we are over stunning South Africa, and we're filming Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1 and 2. And I didn't want the year to end without thanking you all for coming out to the theater. And thank you for supporting Top Gun Maverick. Hey. <laughs> hey, kid, is this McCoy? McCoy is just like, right hey, man. Hi, everybody. Hey. I'm right here. Thank you. Hey, uh, listen, we really got to roll. We got to get this shot. Oh, yeah, we're filming. We got to get this shot. Okay. Right. I'm going to go ahead and just fall out of this, what, helicopter plane? What are you and then he just falls. Whoa. What? Look at how Whoa. relaxed oh, yeah. he is. Thank you for supporting Top Gun Maverick. You are not from this There's planet, no sir. You, you are not from this planet. You. It truly is the honor of a lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> He's just relaxed. 
from my god insane insane he's so he's so relaxed doing that he's just like okay i'm just gonna drop down and then continue to talk as i'm free falling at 122 miles an hour to the ground yes it's about 122 to 125 miles an hour i've i've sky i've i've been skydiving before that's how fast you kind of you know, I mean, depending, I guess, on wind and all that stuff. But yeah, you're falling very much. Wow. You don't feel like it, but. And then, of course, there was this right here, which I'm not going to show all of it because I'll probably get a copyright. But, you know, I saw this and probably some of you guys saw this if you saw Avatar The Way of the Water on a big IMAX screen, which basically was showing, you know, him doing crazy shit again. You know, just kind of like training. Just the other is putting. You know, I mean, they didn't show it to this detail, of course. This is like the full-on one, but it's basically showing this jump right here, where he just. I mean, it's like you know, we are we already knew about this. They constructed this crazy ramp going into a canyon, and then he base jumps, and he has to release a, a his. It's just absolutely freaking insane! It's insane. Okay, I guarantee you guys that. Half of Christopher McQuarrie's hair that is gray is because of Tom Cruise. It's because of Tom Cruise. I'm telling you, that's the reason why he's gone gray. Because Tom Cruise has probably stressed him out over the last few years for fucking shit. I mean, he's just like, what the hell? He look at look at the concern on his face. He's like, fuck, fuck. Look at his face. Look at his face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like, I'm not wearing a mask, you assholes. I'm just going to be like, guys probably like, holy shit. Yeah, man. I tell you what. So hopefully you guys saw this, you know, if you follow Tom Cruise, he posted both of those videos. Uh, But yeah, there was like a shorter version that played in front of Avatar, the way of the water and seeing that jump and seeing some of the angles and stuff like that. Oh, you know, on, on, on a big IMAX screen, it was just like, whoa, good God. He's 60 years old. He's 60. He's just like, you know what? Don't be surprised. Like, you know, I, if he keeps on just pushing, I mean, pushing the whole thing, he's that's how he's going to go out. That's how he's going to go out. It's insane. But I love it. I love it. And what a good way, like with that first video, what a very awesome way to promote Top Gun Maverick, you know, to thank the fans for Top Gun Maverick, which made, you know, like 1.5 or whatever the hell it is, billion dollars. What a way to promote Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part 1. You know, that movie's probably going to be like huge next year. And I can't wait because you guys, I love the Mission Impossible franchise so freaking much. So cannot wait. Okay. How we feeling out there? I know some people are still like, eh, F gun. I get it. You know, I get it. I don't, I'm not agreeing with everything that he and the guy has done, you know, sadly. Yeah, some of the stuff I'm like, good lord, man. Um, all right. So let's get to some questions here. Uh, how's Baker Mayfield doing, huh? Is he doing all right? I was kind of curious to see what was happening when it came to that, so. 
All right, let's see. Anybody from uh, YouTube right here? Okay, we got YouTube. Uh, we got some YouTube questions right here. Uh, JT on YouTube says, do you really think it's a hard reboot? Gunn said it's not true about everybody being recast. Yeah, no, I don't think it's actually going to be a hard reboot. Sounding like it's not going to be a hard reboot. You know, but they got to do what they got to do. You know, it's, yeah. And Henry just got caught in a really stupid place. And, you know... James Gunn is, you know, he's part of the blame, but some other people are also to blame too. Tet, hi Dave, have you seen the uh, the Banshees of uh, on Sheeran yet? I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it. I have to see that before I do my top ten because I hear it's really good. Red Ricky says, uh, is David Zaslav unaware or doesn't care that all the DCU drama is going to hurt the Aquaman Shazam? in flash box office i mean that's the incentive for the fans to rush to see the those movies in the first uh, week or uh, and or watch from multiple times if they don't count on all the easter eggs and cameos that make multiple viewings worthwhile have uh, been removed i don't think all of them have been rem removed when it comes to that when it comes to when it comes to Zaslav, I think he's, you know, he's obviously, uh, you know, he appointed two people to handle all this stuff while he handles all the layoffs. <laughs> well, I mean, let's face it, that's just the way it is. He's trying to find all that money, so um yeah, when it comes to that, it's just I think like the general audience has no idea about any of this stuff. We got to remember that the general audience it's a you know that's huge and they're just gonna be like wait a minute michael keaton's back that could drive the flash big time yeah that's what's gonna be curious it's gonna be curious to see what the box office is like when it comes to the four movies that are coming out next year uh did you did henry no henry yeah there was like some bullshit thing that came out even dwayne johnson debunked it too but obviously he probably had his people do that but yeah there was like a rumor coming around that that, that henry cavill like fired danny garcia uh no that did no 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 that that apparently that didn't happen and then mike h says will henry cavill fans boycott future dc movies moving forward some of them will for sure some of them will you know and, you know, I've always said, yeah, go for it. But the proclamations are, I just hate the proclamations. Like, all right, good for you. You're taking a stand. You know, what? Do you feel like you're doing, you know, something really awesome? I don't know. All right. Twitter questions now, too. All right. Claytalian, what exactly is the point of recasting Cavill if James isn't doing a hard reboot? Henry essentially looks the same as he did in uh, Man of Steel, so he absolutely could and should play uh, Gunn's version, who is uh, just starting at the Daily Planet. Yeah, I mean, I agree that, that you know, Cavill, I mean, he looks great. He looks even better. I mean, Jesus Christ, when you have, like, an X-Men universe that uh, has, like, Hugh Jackman playing, like, an older version of himself than it was in the 2000, in, in, in the 2000 version of X-Men, and he's way like much ripped and fucking buffed out yeah i mean it's just kind of funny maybe they maybe that's one of the things that they didn't want to do um maybe james gunn and peter saffron were like we're not going to do an x-men universe type of style thing where we have like all these different actors or recap i don't know 
it's uh i think it was just like one of those things where they were like going okay we're either going to do this or we're going to do that but if we have to do this we have to have our ben affleck bat we have to have our bat fleck because i kept hearing that they were like hey let's do a world's finest type of movie let's do a team-up movie with batman and superman if we're going to go this route we should do this which i think that would do gangbusters in um at the box office, if you have a Batfleck and a Henry Cavill Superman team-up film, a world's finest finest type of film, I think they could have easily done something like that. But I don't. But sounds like Ben Affleck was not game, so it was like, all right, if we can't have him, we're not going to have Cavill, which I think is dumb too. You could still freaking build around Cavill, but yeah, there's just that whole part of it. Lane. So James Gunn is going to, going for a plan that he believes is great, but not what the fans want. But again, Lane, we're not the only fans. Some of you guys got to realize that we're not the only freaking fans, okay? There's a there's a discourse out there. Not everybody, there are people that cannot wait. I've seen a lot of people express that they cannot wait to see what James Gunn does. I'm curious to see what he does. Am I, you know, of course I'd rather have, you know, the latter. I'd rather have what's previous, but yeah. I don't get why he expects people to just take it in and move on because it's a because uh, it, it lets uh, let's be honest, Dave. We learned damn well from 2017 backlash won't be uh, going away anytime soon. Of course, the backlash is never going to go away. Obviously not. There's always going to be the disgruntled fans because obviously we have social media where you can actually tag these people and then we can send them. And of course, that power goes to everybody's heads. I, 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 I've never understood throwing shade at an actual, you know, tagging somebody in a tweet. I don't know. I've never been one of those kind of people that really want to do that. But uh, yeah, the backlash is going to be there all the way and you know and uh we'll see i mean he could fall flat on his face he's got everything's against him there's a lot of things against him but to say that that you know we're you know the the fans there's only one type of fans it's not true that's the thing you got to look at it both ways uh but i think like when it came to what happened with the snyder cut a lot more fans were on the side of like wanting more snyderverse for sure austin think james gunn will greenlight the air cut anytime soon, given the current circumstances. Uh, I mean, that, that might be one of those things. That might be a Donner situation where we might not see that for a while. I don't know. I'm not going to lose hope, just like I never lost hope in uh, the Snyder Cut. But, yeah, uh, that might be put on the back burner for sure. Sadly, you know. Uh, obviously if there was, you know, the meeting with, uh, with Ayer and, uh, and maybe Zaslov or whatever, that was all before gun came in, Eric, oi. So, uh, many people, so many things to talk about this week. So little time here's hoping for a Tuesday night stream, but first pull time stock price is now $9 and 22 cents. Gee, I wonder why. Uh, as of tonight, yeah, 991, uh, fellow Restore the Snyder Burst community members, how interested would you be, depending on finances, in buying up WBD stock to build up long game influence via shareholder? Yeah. I saw a lot of people tweeting that they sold their stock. I sold my stock too because I knew it was kind of going to be heading for a, uh, a, down, a, a, a down tick. So I don't know how the I don't know how that poll is going, but I know a lot of people were not, you know, were pulling their stocks. I got a lot of messages saying that people pulled their stock, their, their stocks from that. So, yeah, 
Carrie, has Gunn drank the same Kool-Aid as Hamada and Emmerich with his comments about a small vocal fan base? Again, I read it as he was talking about the people that throw the that throw a lot of the uh, the hate and the vitriol. You know, I didn't because I saw his tweets before talking about how it's not all of them. It's uh, it's a vocal minority. I, I just remembering all that seems like the same rhetoric to me. Thanks to Saffron. Now, I mean, I, I think he was not talking about the entire Snyder fandom because he referred to the. Uh, the vocal minority that throws a lot of hate over at everybody who pushes back against them. So sadly, every fandom has it, right guys, Brad. So how far past a hundred do you think Tom Cruise is going to be when he dies peacefully of an old age in his sleep? I don't know. I think he's going to go out doing something crazy. Donut uncovered. Who is your fan cast for Superman? I haven't really quite thought about that yet, to be honest. I'm st- it's still fresh. I still am like, Cavill! Henry Cavill! Cavill! Jamie, will James Gunn quit before or after his Superman movie? I don't think he plans on quitting. <laughs> uh, Q, would you become Twitter boss if Musk stepped aside? <laughs> if he were to offer me a bunch of fucking money, sure! There's that. If you were going to offer me a bunch of fucking money, I'd be like, first off, the edit freaking button. Better gifts. That's where I'd go. Better gifts. <sighs> Let's see. WB NASDAQ is 929 today. Who's going to win the bid? NBC Universal, ABC, uh, Apple, Amazon, Netflix, GameStop, or maybe no one wants the headaches. Price too ripe for the picking. All right. I know. Well, I mean, who knows? I think I don't know if it's it's not going to get sold to uh, NBC Universal. I don't see that happening. But they do need to find some fucking donors with deep pockets. Royal Wakefield, hey Dave, no question. Just wanted to wish you a Merry Christmas. Cheers. Well, cheers, Royal. Merry Christmas to you too. Ah, ah, Boomish. Do you think James Gunn's Spurman? Movie will be considered a success if it makes around 700 to our 600 to 700, but is loved by both the critics and the audience. What do you think is a good box office number for a Superman movie? Love the last vodka stream. Um, well, a good box office is always whatever the budget is. I mean, you have to, that's what I'm kind of wondering. I'm wondering what the budget for the next Superman movie is going to be. How low are they going to have it? That is the question. Jacob. It will always be a crime to cinema that we never got to see a scene like this with Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. Right? Look at that. Yeah, a lot of ass right there. My God. Cooper Knox, Dear Film Junkie Santa, all I want for Christmas is just one week of the year without any DC craziness. It'll happen. Don't worry. James, do you reckon we will have two young Batmen? We, we, uh, we Pattinson and now Gunn needs a Batman the same age as his young Superman. So now we'll have two Batman year two. They should probably stick to Pattinson. Yeah, they should. And I mean, I still, I still say don't rule out the fact, the fact that they could bring Pattinson into the main thing. I think that still could be, you know, on the table a little bit. Yes, I know they debunked it, but come on guys, come on. You know, if we're all going to say like, hey, there's lying, 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 liar, liar, pants on fire, 
Are we just going to like say, oh, yeah, they're not lying about that? They're not, you know? Just saying, it still could be a freaking possibility. Still could be a possibility. I don't think, and if they do a cast of Batman, I don't think it's going to be a year two Batman. It'll probably be like a year six or seven, or maybe ten. Who knows? Top Hat, just curious, will Ray Fisher be addressed? Well, James Gunn did address him tonight, so... At least I have these. Yeah, that's pretty good. You know, lucky you for having those. Ronak, why you keep ignoring my super chats? I didn't see any super chats from you recently. Plus, I never know if you're joking or not. You troll a lot, so yeah. Mr. Nobody, still can't believe Henry is out. The announcement came out on my birthday. Ah, real bummer. Who can you imagine playing Superman? If Momoa is most likely playing Lobo, what other character can Cavill play in the rebooted DC universe? Kingdom Come, Superman. Kingdom Come. And then somebody posted this right here. Uh, here's the new Wonder Woman right there. Yes, Mr. Jennifer Holland, a.k.a. Mrs. Gunn. And then finally, uh, Devon Wooter, uh, have uh, a Merry Christmas. And James Gunn confirmed not everyone is being recast. Do you think Gal as Wonder Woman and Jason Momoa as uh, Aquaman are, are safe? Or also, did you see the hashtag fire James Gunn? So stupid. Yeah, I know. Well, everybody thinks hashtags actually, well, I mean, some of them can work and then some of them do not. So... Oh, and then Joe Bridges, I've heard that Zaslav is doing what he's doing to make WB more appealing and to sell it off. Do you think if Apple was the was to make an offer for WB this year that it would be enough to derail this reboot? Um, you know, you never know. It could be, you know, it could all be sold for parts, guys. Who knows? But yeah, it's all crazy. There's actually another uh, report that came out too that I was going to mention. And, uh, you know, and I've been, I, I, I've, I've actually said this, I've said this all year or most of the year. And this is the report right here. Um, it was part of, uh, uh, the New York post. I think it was New York times, whatever, but essentially screen rat did an article right here that said WBD reported reportedly begged Joker director to lead DC before James Gunn, but nobody wanted the job. Nobody wanted the job. So it says right here, this quote, I mean, God knows, again, take it with a grain of salt. The whole town turned down, uh, turned the job down. An industry source said it was almost Todd Phillips. They begged him, but Todd Phillips didn't want to do it. I told you guys, I'm like, nobody wants this freaking job. Every time that I hear that, heard that they were like getting closer, they were getting closer to landing their DC head. It just would fall flat. Remember what's his name? Uh, Mr. Lynn, he was, he was going for it, but they didn't want him. Apparently, I mean, everybody, you know, obviously thought that, oh, no, he just didn't want it. No, he actually wanted it, but they didn't want him. So, yeah, but there was like, I don't know. There's just so many things. I mean, yeah, Dan Lin, that's who I was thinking about right there. But, yeah, when it comes to people wanting the job, it's like yeah, I kept on, I, I, I would say it on my Patreon because on Patreon, I try to update you guys daily when I hear things. And I'll probably be posting some more stuff, uh, you know, tonight, maybe tomorrow, whatever the hell of stuff, you know. So if you want to subscribe, get some more stuff when it comes to the Patreon, um, do so, you know, if you want to support the uh, the channel a little bit more. But, yeah. It's just like nobody really wanted the job. And I'm like, ah, who? And that's why when people were going like, Deborah Snyder, Deborah Snyder, I'm like, no, no. Thank you, DJ, for the uh, the $2 super chat. Maybe a better chance for Snyderverse animated. Yes. That's another thing we haven't really talked about is like, what's going to be animated? 
and is going to have a plan for this animation. And yeah, I mean, wouldn't it be awesome if they could do something like we've talked about this many times before of like, how are they going to wrap? How could they wrap up some Snyder verse? And I know some people are like, no, it's your live films directed by Zack Snyder or not, you know, because it's all about what they want. It's not about what the artists actually want, but you know, that could always be a possibility if they do some kind of animation and then they kind of do uh, something, a proper little send off, or maybe they'll do some kind of version of the Justice League sequels that we want to see. I don't know. There's so many things, you know, that we've, that possibilities, and maybe there's a plan for something when it comes to animation or whatever, who knows? That's uh, that's the thing right there. But uh, but yeah, like I said, no, no, people didn't want that job. And, you know, can you blame them? You know, Debbie, that's why I kept saying Debbie would never want to freaking come to this mess and try to, like, figure it all out and blah, 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 blah. She wants to make movies with her husband, which she's doing. They're building universes themselves right here. And again, you know, I'm not saying, like, stop saying restore the Snyderverse or bring back Zack Snyder. I'm just saying, would you want to bring him back right now? Would you want to bring him back right now with this mess, with this messiness that's going on right now? Would you want, would you really want to do that? I don't think, uh, I don't think he wants to come back to this mess right here. I want to see original Zack Snyder content. That's all. That's what I want to see. All right, guys. That's it for uh, tonight's show. Um, like I said, as as uh, as it is moving forward, Tuesdays or maybe streams. But if things happen, I will do a stream. But as of right now, no stream. I'll definitely be doing a stream Wednesday, though. But, uh, yeah, it just depends on the news and everything. So no stream tomorrow as of right now. So, uh, But look forward to it on Wednesday, of course. Make sure you guys hit that, uh, that like, thumbs up, subscribe, hit the notification bell so you know when I'm doing this stuff. You know, if you want to uh, share it, do all that as well. It's always... Uh, Always, always good when you guys do that. And I appreciate you all for uh, spending some time with me. Subscribe to all the stuff. Got all the sock meds around me. Follow me, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Vero, Facebook. And then, of course, like I said, the Patreon. I try to update when I hear things, you know, that I don't always fully talk about on here. Because, you know, just things that I hear when, uh, when it comes to all this stuff. So do that. Show some love if you want to. But uh, other than that, guys, I love you. And uh, I'll talk to you guys later. Later.